Hi guys, I hope this finds you well. Um, I'm Alistair Stewart. I'm the host of Darrow Discussions and I want to continue my sort of retrospective series on a film that I watched again the other night that I've not watched for years actually and that's The Last Samurai um, with Tom Cruise, a 2003 film. It was a commercial and critical hit for Tom Cruise but you know, you'll notice a recurring theme, you know, for films that I review and love, and that is Hans Zimmer played a, played a pivotal part in making that film a success, as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, a, a friend of mine, he very recently asked, what was it that, why is it that I revisit films that, you know, have been out for years or, you know, that I've already seen? And I think in the, la in the case of The Last Samurai, you know, it's, you know, I think it's been long as about 2003 you know over 10 years <laughs> longer than that now actually since it came out and you know some of it's self-indulgence and there are pictures it's just some movies which i simply love and I, others i watch again because they deserve to be remembered because they've been snowed under by the more or less impressive sequels of their leading actors tom cruise has done a myriad of other things since but I think he went through a kind of early noughties, late nineties, you know, critical era where everything he did was just kind of wonderful. Um, so, you know, you've got this it, it this remarkably strange film. It, it, it's not quite playing the archetypical Western hero. It's more subtle than that, but it is nevertheless just a damn good blockbuster and. You know, it, the last samurai is, uh, samurai is a happy medium between the two of being a blockbuster and a subtle film. It was, as I said, a critical hit for for Tom Cruise, but it was also one of several films in a series of excellent pictures. Two thousand and one, and it's hard to believe now. That's nearly twenty years, but it was. It saw the wonderful Vanilla Sky, and it was followed by the Spielberg directed Minority Report, and then the. Uh, you know, uh, uh, um, The Last Samurai in 2003, 2004's Collateral, and 2005's War of the Worlds pretty much ended a, 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 a quartet of diverse and well-received films. Everything else was really just okay. He, he, he's done work since, which is good, and the Mission Impossible, Impossible series continues. But, you know, I think that sort of set of years were just particularly damn good films. So... You know, what makes this one special? Well, for one, for those of you who are kind enough to indulge my writing and my podcast, you'll know my affection for Zimmer is unmatched. I, I really do believe that he is the seminal composer of his generation. And if 2003 didn't confirm it, then his work subsequently with Chris Nolan absolutely have. So from the outset, his orchestration infused with a mix of traditional Japanese instruments it makes for a sweepingly sad soundtrack and it's never cliched but strange and hauntingly lonely and it's entirely fitting for another time and a place on the other side of the world in which our our character finds himself so I, the plot is perhaps the, the the clincher on the acclaim in this it plays with a the real life event of the satsuma rebellion but adds a complicated layered story of redemption in the form of Cruz's character, Captain Nathan Algren, and Algren is embittered and haunted by his experiences and actions of the Indian Wars, and he, he's a drunkard and he's prone to flashbacks, and he, you know, evidently has a a, a death wish. Um, 
it has to be one of, if not, if not one of, certainly one of his uh, Tom Cruise's finest performances. I think the shame for Tom Cruise is that you know there's a myriad of 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 tales about his personal life that's turned him into a true tabloid celebrity and often ignores even now the fact that his blockbuster pool aside he's a phenomenal actor you know, this angst-ridden character is manically depressed and he convincingly conveys the spiritual growth throughout um, you know in, in, into a character that's prepared to sacrifice his existence for a culture that he was there to fight but for now a cause that he believes and out of more than just suicidal guilt is it a historical epic um yeah it is actually i suppose it might not be the most accurate but you know it's a kind of latter-day form of the western and in a manner not seen since unforgiven that it's the outsider strolling into town and defending locals what's special about the last samurai is it contains the elemental ingredients that made the western great an unfamiliar isolated backdrop that the the suspicious locals in a very foreign landscape and what makes it so good is it accepts that nearly 99 percent of the population knows a, a western cliche but instead it transplants that expectation and that genre into the new japanese environment to make it fresh again and I think those complex themes, um, I don't think they've, of redemption and the search for peace, I think that's what make it unforgiven. It meets the historical war scale of Lawrence of Arabia with the fish out of water humour of the, the man who would be king. And it's 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 just extremely enjoyable. Um, I suppose for all of this, we find a direction and a script of maturity and purpose that goes beyond the mere commercialization you might associate with uh, the top billing from an actor such as Cruz and Kent Wattenby is in it as well um, Edward Zwick both directs he also directed Glory about the American Civil War and he shares the screen create uh, screenplay credits with Marshall uh, Herskovitz he was a producer on Blood Diamond and Defiance and John Logan, who's famous for uh, some of the Bond movies, and you know, he, I believe he also uh, John Logan also did uh, yeah, 2012's Skyfall. So there is a lot of consistency there in terms of quality. And you know, while cramming a film with talent is no guarantee that it will make it worth a watch, I have to say that the presence of Billy Connolly, you, you know, is a, a, a welcome one. As is the addition of Timothy Small, and, as mentioned, Kane. Wattenby and, and it makes it distinct and captivatingly watchable um, Wattenby in particular has a ferociousness that goes beyond playing a, the, to- the token ethnic cliche and it is quite proper that in later years he was to find greater recognition in letters from Iwo Jima, Batman Begins and more prominently in Christopher Nolan's Inception so altogether this remains a film favourite for me that is tremendously fresh thanks to the great tandem of writing, acting, acting, direction, and production that power it. The question of history and culture, tradition and modernity are the meat to the bone of a picture that really still stands as, a, as an exceptional film and it's still delights. So I would encourage you to fetch the iPad or turn on the TV and, and crack this on for your Friday night.